0: Welcome to Drop Dead Georgia, in yet another episode where I, Alex, am riding solo, no Pete. Pete's gone. He's on summer break, but today we have a very special episode, the extended Dirty Work episode, where I have an outgoing employee of the unknown, unnamed coffee shop that we're always talking about. She's going on to bigger and better things. And I'm thrilled to have her with me here today. You it's Medea, everybody. Hello, uh, Medea. Hang on. Oh, shit, that's not working. Hang on. I want. That, I need that working. Hmm. Uh, that's it. Do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Medea, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Medea. Welcome to the show.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, how do you feel being on it now that you've, um, you you can talk to me freely. We're not a coworker relationship anymore. This is true. I'm no longer your superior.
1: I was so scared the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Is that a, is we'll get into that in a second. Um, but yes, describe, uh, without naming the name of the place that we work. And if you do, we'll just have Pete it out later. Okay. So if it slips out, don't worry about it. But, uh,
2: Describe where it is we work and how long you worked there.
1: Oh, I worked at our coffee shop for three years. Uh-huh. It's a four minute drive away. Awfully convenient.
2: Mm-hmm. And You were there, but inter- intermediately, though, in different yeah. iterations. Different, uh, uh, I feel like I
1: skipped like months at a time and yes. came back over and over.
2: And you come back. You come crawling back.
1: I love that place you so much. You love it so much. <laughs> it's
2: It's such a great place to work. We're always talking about that on the show. How much we love it. And, um, and by the way, real quick, you can see from here, is the cat getting on the counter? No. If, it, if she does, will you tell me? I will tell you. Okay, good. Um, that's Cabbage, ladies and gentlemen. And he's back. Hi, Cabbage. Anyway, um, so that coffee shop, of course, uh, I hired you probably pretty early on into being, and I don't know, I guess I've never said it outright on the show. I do manage that, that stupid, silly place
1: you're a great manager.
2: No, I don't think that's true. Um, <laughs> you can see the books, um, but you know, I think uh, you were maybe like the second person I hired after... Uh,
1: Wait, I didn't know that.
2: Maybe it's the second or third, because um, Taylor was the first.
1: You didn't no. hire Andy?
2: But didn't I even hire Taylor? We'll have to have Taylor on the show to ask. I didn't hire Andy, no. And I... Uh, I would never have done that. I wouldn't have done that if I had met that guy and had that interview with him. I wouldn't have hired him. No. But that's a great place to start. Talk about your first time around. Um, you had a very brief overlap with Andy, but you knew about Andy.
1: I didn't know of Andy. He...
2: Talk to me about what you heard about Andy.
1: <laughs> the things I've heard and have heard from him directly were his obsession with Marvel.
2: Mm-hmm. He was an MCU nerd. He was I big into the MCU. Marvel. Um, and may I remind the audience that this is a 35-year-old man that we're talking about at the time. That was 2017.
1: Crazy-haired, so, wore a oof. beanie every day.
2: It's just awful.
1: Very much obsessed with his job until he quit. Did he quit or did he get fired?
2: He quit, thank God. Um, I tried to fire him once, but didn't work.
1: What do you mean it didn't work?
2: Well, okay, so, and this is before the culture is what it is now, at that coffee shop. I had just, t- just taken over, right? And what I saw one time, because I already couldn't, I didn't really like this guy at all. But what I saw like one time is I'm in the back, just like hitting a flask, like, at like 10 in the morning, by the way.
1: That's crazy. I know. <laughs>
2: and then so like, you know, I called him into the office. I was like, you can't do that. And he was just like, well, what's the difference between that and you hitting a pin? And I was like, I mean, I'm not getting drunk, mm-hmm. which I do later in the day, but I don't do it like, you know, full First blown getting morning. drunk. First thing in the morning, like, you know, I've been there for an hour. By the way, he was late all the time too. Shout out to Andy, if you're always listening to this, I'm sure you're listening to the show. Um, we ha- we have picture. literally tens of listeners and I'm sure he's one of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, um, anyway, uh, you started, uh, who, who are some of the people you remember from back then that were that are no longer there? Um, and I, by that, I, I don't mean dead. I do well, mean that they don't work. My very
1: there. first day there, that dude, Will, I think was his name, shit <laughs> yes. on the toilet.
2: That was an outgoing message that we got from a, a, a great employee, William, who I, this is a good story. I think I may have told it before, but I fired him after a no call, no show like two days in a row. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then like a week later, he tried to show up for a shift that I guess he had had the week prior, thinking that we just did the same shifts every week. And, uh, he showed up for that shift and tried to start clocking in. And I was like, no, you have to go.
1: He also tried to get a lemonade.
2: Yeah. And then he went into the bathroom and he shit on the floor.
1: Like it wasn't an on the floor? I thought it was all over the ramp.
2: Maybe it was but all over the But you're the one rim. who cleaned it up. Yeah. It was, it was kind of everywhere after a certain point, you know. Gross. Which stands to reason, like, I didn't see a lot of paper in the bowl. You know, like, did he just walk out of there with a shit ass? Like, you know. I
1: have no idea what mm. he did.
2: Fun stuff in that place. Um, that was your first day.
1: That was my very first day. Nice.
2: She made you clean it up.
1: You didn't make me somehow. I yeah. thought I would have to, but you said I'll do it, and that's how I knew it was going to be a good job.
2: That's how you knew it was going to be a good job. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great stuff to hear. Um, well, describe the area in in so many words that we that we service. Describe those kinds of people. The type of the types of uh, regulars that we have.
1: Somehow don't know how to pour their own coffee.
2: Yes. A lot of the people that are the most demanding are demanding the most simple things.
1: Can you turn the music down, please?
2: Yeah. That guy is every day. Um,
1: Doesn't but, he just order a small coffee? coffee? Yeah, like That's you it. can make it at home.
2: He's been there uh, for, since I, before I started, for years, decades, in, in fact, maybe at this point. Literally almost 10 years that that place has been around. And yes, he asks almost every day to turn the Perfect. music down.
1: And then there is that other guy who would order a coconut milk cortado every day. And he would do that thing where he had his stand up, up on a stand mm-hmm. and he would stand up
2: power stance.
1: Exactly. And one time I happened to like, see his laptop screen at one point And he was looking up like nude girls in Brazil or Argentina. One of those Nude girls
2: in Kirk. in Argentina. Yeah.
1: Yes, correct.
2: So he was looking for them in that specific, or not nude Argentinian girls, but nude girls in Argentina. Mm -hmm. Where to find them? Where they might be. I think
1: so, like some sort of escort vibe. Mm -hmm. Ah, Because he had told me he was going to visit prior when he ordered his drink.
2: I love trying to get a a sex worker or an escort by Googling where to find naked women in this country. It was old. Well, because obviously we all know this. Um, When you're soliciting a sex worker, Mm -hmm. you look for people that are outside on the street completely naked.
1: Yeah, that's what Because that means
2: that I'll have sex with you for a nominal fee. And,
1: and you don't have to know English to understand the message? No,
2: but I... And um, before we go through with whatever we're going to agree to do here, um, how did you hear about me? Was it... Did you Google nude women in this area? Or did was there a friend referred to It's
1: like to the passcode. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> um, uh, that guy also... Uh, <laughs> Like I also DM Taylor personally and uh, asked to have him have Taylor take like modeling photos for him because he wanted to get into male modeling. So he just sent him at like, I think 4am, something crazy like that.
1: I didn't know that. Like these just pictures of
2: himself shirtless and like just really, you know, he
1: was a life and then,
2: and then after Taylor kind of just like said, like, I think the best thing I could do is just not respond to this and after he didn't respond to it the guy like un- unfollowed and like you know didn't come in for a while he's
1: back is he yeah he's been
2: back <clears throat> it's kind of remarkable how people that have made an ass of themselves at that place have no shame after maybe like a month you know about the guy I mean wh- the
1: employees included i would say
2: oh yeah i heard somebody made a visit today that i'll tell you later maybe off mic but uh i'll tell you later um but Okay, I don't want to jump ahead. I want to go chronological roughly here. So, um, okay. So you saw that guy looking for nude women. (laughs) I Uh, did want to mention that
1: the very first time I came to Perk, I was tripping off acid. This Uh, is before I was employed there, but because- Were you
2: asking for a job?
1: I was not asking for a job at the time. I was just on acid. I think on the (coughs) countdown, it was like seven in the morning. Oh, okay. Lolo was working. I
2: see. Oh, nice. And shout out to Lola remember, we love you Lola yep and
1: <laughs> I ordered an everything bagel and in that moment I knew that I loved that place
2: Lola, I don't know why Lola serving you or like you were like I have to work here
1: I must work here because
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm
1: pretty sure an everything bagel in a chai
2: that's awesome <laughs> mm-hmm. well the chai is very very popular I don't apparently, know
1: apparently I don't like it anymore it's
2: but so, so sweet but uh Okay. And then about how long between then and when you actually applied was it?
1: I think two years later.
2: Two years later? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, so I wasn't there when you first came in, probably. Well, know if Lola was there.
1: Lola was there. and I might be the off on first, my timeline. That line. seems. Long. I might be two off on years my timeline. Is a long, it's
2: probably more like a but year. But I'm
1: pretty sure it was Lola.
2: It's more Sorry. like a year if it's Lola. Um,. Okay, so who else do you remember working with in the first time? Chet, Chet. John. We all know Chet and John. Chet and John have been gra- guests on the show. Chet Papelka has he? He may not have been. Hi, Cabbage. Maybe you can pick that up, but uh, I'm not sure. Cabbage just said hello to the world at large. I don't know if Chet's been on the show. I, I can't remember now. We've almost done. We've always been doing this for a year, by the way, folks. It's crazy. Um, but John penis has definitely been on the show. Um, and for those of you who don't know, John penis is the one who got me the job at the shop. Really? Well, sort of. It was kind of him and Quinn. Quinn told me to go there I'm and apply. Playing. I don't, I, I miss, I say you I see her when I see her and, uh, Quinn told me to go there and apply. And, uh, you know, I went in there and I talked to what, who turned out to be Jamie He was at the register at the time, and I walked in and I was like, hey, is the manager anybody around? I was wondering if you guys were hiring. And he just uh, said, like, talk to Nelson. And I was like, I don't know who that is. (laughs) And then that guy walked away, and then another guy stepped up that was wearing glasses and, like, a Wu-Tang shirt.
1: Not Russell, I'm assuming.
2: No, it was John. Oh, oh. And John, you know, I was like, hey, is Nelson here? And he goes, and he was in the back, and then Nelson finally (laughs) came out, and then he gave me an application, and I got hired. Um, And that was back in twenty sixteen. Wow! Yeah. Anyway, uh, Chet. Of course, we love Chet. Chet's childhood friend. But uh, you and Chet, you and Chet are friends, right? Outside of the uh, outside of the work, you made. Did would you say you made a lot of friends at this job? Is this a place where people become friends?
1: I would say so. Yeah.
2: Is this a place where people become lovers?
1: On occasion.
2: On occasion, it is. You see it happen. It does happen. who is it? Aiden. Aiden has become to our a-
1: surprise.
2: Aiden has has blossomed into love before. Um, I believe people before my time and people during my time mm-hmm. have blossomed into love together, and then blossomed out of love together, it's beautiful and then to maybe blossomed here and there after a In couple drinks. You know what I mean? They meet up and then they blossom again. Um, and the blossoming is just fantastic, folks. You know, it's
1: beautiful,
2: and that's why I got into this business. No, I was kidding. Um, but. Hey, did you ever find love at, at Emin Perk Media? Either in the eyes of a coworker or in the eyes of a, a a regular that you doted upon so so uh affectionately?
1: There was only one. Who? This regular that came in and helped me with a school assignment. Who was this? He went to tech. I he don't went to know. Tech. I don't know his name. Oh,
2: this is like a <laughs> Craigslist misconnection.
1: <missed> <laughs> but one night he was helping me with um, connecting a battery the way I needed it to, and Oh I was so into him. He was so cute and so. And nice. He
2: connected your battery the way he you connected you my battery so hard.
1: The negative to the negative, positive to the positive. That's
2: right. That's right, folks. I'm really into it. Wow. <laughs> well, if he's out there listening to this show, I love you. I love. She loves you. She loves you. But then, Adia, you left for uh, bigger and brighter things before.
1: Yeah, and it the, never worked out. The first time, what was
2: do. it that you left?
1: First time, I can't remember. Maybe welding school, but I feel like there were times Welding school,
2: that. and then there was the welding apprenticeship.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But then I think you came back in between those. Yes. So talk about welding school.
1: Welding school is definitely way different than the environment at Yeah, in
2: you know. what ways exactly?
1: Well, it's like blue collar work in South Georgia. So what you would imagine in terms of Republicans, conservatives, people being like, "Mm, you look like a liberal. They said that to you. They have said that to me. Yeah.
2: I mean, I would assume that if you're talking about blue collar, like, you know, Republican people in South Georgia, they would just called you a terrorist.
1: No, actually, not that they just called Mm me weird because I didn't wear a bra and they were like, you know, like girls who come through here who don't wear bra. Were there women that would say this
2: to you or men no. Men would? I, men I were, was the
1: only girl there and I was also the only person of color there.
2: You know, I'll be honest with you. Like, if you're like the only woman that's working with these men and probably the only one that's been there for a while, how are they supposed to be the ones that can make a judgment call on whether or not you're wearing a bra? Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't know what they're talking about.
1: They really don't. But... Because of like those like preconceptions. Listen, ma'am, I've
2: been welding for over two decades now, and I'll tell you, I, I see, I see wild titties, and I know when I'm seeing them. I
1: don't know what I'm looking at. I, I know it when nipples. I see it.
2: I can see your nipples, <laughs> and I can see them.
1: <laughs> but no, it's fucking weird. Like <laughs> that is weird. Look at you hard if you're different hard and they aren't afraid to tell you
2: what exactly are you welding because you went to jewelry like so, like jewelry, a jewelry welding kind of like apprenticeship a left later
1: turn from welding school i applied to jobs as a welder and i applied i think to three or four different jobs the first job i applied to they were immediately like oh
2: what was your dream welding job
1: you're a woman um probably just something sculptural more so than like uh-huh. trying to weld pipes or
2: what about like an air like a jet i would do that Yeah. You go work for the Air Force. You, go build fucking, I love
1: the military. So yeah, yeah. you
2: go kill death machines. I would love to do for that. For the yeah. military industrial complex.
1: I really want to. That's that hard. was actually my dream. But it's just hard. It's
2: um anyway. Mm-hmm. So how long was welding school?
1: It was Did
2: you have to go to class? Mm-hmm. Like with books?
1: We had books. And just yeah.
2: sit there and do, take notes? Yeah. And take written tests? Mm-hmm. I feel like when I think of welding school and I think of the, the, because I have a very limited education myself. You know, I'm not, I'm just, I'm but a simple country boy yeah. who knows how to make milk hot and uh, make a little flower at the top of the latte.
1: Beautiful flowers.
2: Though. Beautiful. I grow flowers. I'm a farmer to some degree. Um, but anyway, when I think of welding school or any kind of a uh, 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 trade school like that, my limited mind goes to like, you know, TV or movies where it's just they all, every single class is in a garage where all you're doing is wearing the big mask.
1: I mean, we were only in like a written class for maybe an hour or two per day, and they were eight hour days. So mm-hmm. six of those hours were spent actually in a garage.
2: It's like true folding. or false. You're supposed to get the metal hot. Mm-hmm. And you would say true,
1: but not too hot.
2: But not too hot. Oh, see? Hmm. See, that's the finer things I don't understand.
1: That's what you would learn at school. yeah.
2: So when you went to the apprenticeship, you became uh, almost a Jedi, a Jedi Padawan of, of sorts. Yeah,
1: exactly like that.
2: And you were instead of wielding a lightsaber, wielding a tiny little torch to make jewelry stick together. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you something. When you were working on uh, jewelry, was it ever something like you had to fix, like oh, oh gosh, like my, I lost my wedding ring? Yes. My, their husband's coming in saying I lost my wedding ring but I can't tell my wife because she's a bitch
1: that happened more often than you think like repairs that had to be made within like 30 minutes to an hour
2: because they didn't because want the man was really out.
1: worried yeah yes that happened often so
2: you worked under a lot of pressure
1: mm-hmm. how'd that feel not great
2: yeah I mean Her I know when people, low when people are waiting me. on their latte it's just kind of like they're tapping their foot like oh, come on and it's just like you're, you're gonna be fine
1: but it's like a $5 cost a, versus like a couple thousand dollars. Right.
2: And their marriage might be on the line.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: <sighs> Did it change your perspective at all as, how, as far as how much you value jewelry? Do you think of jewelry as any more or any less now that you've seen, now that you've literally made the sausage yourself?
1: Not that I've literally made the sausage myself. I do look at it different. But I feel like. Can you
2: see <laughs> shoddy work and be like, oh, they're really ripping some people off? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because the stuff you should go, go maybe to jewelry made. stores with people.
2: <laughs> that's a service you could do uh, in your in your future. A little
1: consultancy.
2: Yeah, you just go with a guy like me, who doesn't have like a mom or other woman to go with him to shop for his you know p- potential fiance's ring, and then like talk him out of it. like that's that's some shoddy, shoddy I'd Be down. Product.
1: I would just say that you shouldn't buy them at big stores like Jared and shit because they're made very cheaply, as mm-hmm. you can imagine.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming any chain is not going to be the best mm-hmm. kind of work. Um Well, so anyway, that didn't work out. What happened exactly? Do you want to Do you want to talk about it?
1: I mean, basically, what happened is that they said they were going to give me a raise, and then went back on it and told me they would give me the raise a year from then. And I was just like, you know, working ten-hour days, five days a week for twelve dollars an hour, is not exactly the vibe that I'm going nah, for.
2: No tips either. Not with welding.
1: No, I mean overtime. But I didn't want to be working six days a week, you know,
2: no, that's not fun.
1: No. So I had no life. And the benefit of working up f- instead of that is that I can have life.
2: That's true. You can have a life and you just said the name, but we're going to edit that out. It's cool. Um, so we're going to mark that Pete, uh, I think it was around 20 minutes or a little before. That's when she said it, she said the name. she might have said it before too. I don't know. I really slipped past me because I'm, I'm, you know, we're just having fun here, folks having a good time um, but that is true about that place if you work there I can promise you this you will have a life mm-hmm. you will have a life and I don't you know that's up to you what kind of life you make it whether um, you
1: work five days a week or three days or whatever you can always make your life fit into it you can be 15 minutes late easy no one's gonna get mad at you
2: no yeah and and honestly some of them should start leaving a little earlier now because we're really burning through the hours You you. and uh, it's not free but anyway, they don't. this isn't about me and my woes as manager. Let me ask you this. Aside from the first day where you, uh, you know, I don't know if you saw it in person, the shit on the, the bowl and everything, you know, what William did on his exit. But aside from that, can you tell me some of the dirtiest work that you've ever had to encounter while working at the coffee shop?
1: Mm, leaky trash bag. A leaky trash bag, of course. The one that, like if you're carrying it to the back, it will leave a trail behind you as you go. Mm-hmm. I've had to literally change my shoes sometimes when I'm carrying that trash bag. So that's kind of like the worst thing for me.
2: That's but not good. It's not what you want. i
1: trying to think what else. Like one time I was cleaning the spout of the cold brew for the first time. I don't know. <sighs> oh
2: God. And you but found all that stuff in black there. Black
1: stuff came out of it. It mm-hmm. was nasty. Oh, yeah. Um, our ice machine on occasion. Well, the
2: ice machine is the devil. I wish I had a boo, but I'd play the boo right now for that. But yeah. Um What about like customer wise? What's the most despicable customer experience you can remember having?
1: It's this regular that comes in. Uh-huh. And at this point when she made me upset, I had been working there for two years at least. So I knew what I was doing. Um, we were still serving frappuccinos yeah and she would always order this caramel macchiato frappuccino
2: mm, and i which would make isn't it really a thing but yeah sure but i would do it for sure it. whatever fine
1: so i'd put the shot on top
2: and it would melt it
1: exactly and she would get upset with me when that would happen yeah every single time i'm like i've been making this for you for like a month and you chose like a month and a day. To you get chose chaos
2: you. today.
1: Yeah. You chose to get mad at me after a month of me making this, like you could have told me forever ago. Yes. But um, after we had a little altercation, she stopped showing up for a while. And Do
0: you know her name?
1: I don't know her name. I never knew her name, but she just started coming back. She orders an ice caramel latte with oat milk.
0: Uh-huh. What is, just I think she works in the you? area,
1: long wavy black hair. Um,
0: How old would you say
1: I'd say in her 30s Early 30s She still comes in all the time But after you leave usually Oh
2: okay well See I don't care about those people Listen that's uh, That's one of the worst That's one of the worst kinds of things Um, Who else Who else you got Who's the most, like, way one-off? Not regular, but, like, what's the most insane thing you ever... Were you there when the chair went through the window?
1: Yeah, I was there. I was just about to okay. talk about that. Okay,
2: so talk to me about that fateful day.
1: That beautiful day. What happened? It was me, Taylor, and Alex working. That's right. And...
2: Not me, Alex. There's me. another person named Alex. Yeah.
1: And... It was an early morning shift. I think it happened around 8 or 9 in the morning.
2: Yeah, it was. It was early on. it
1: had been slow. He came in asking for money. And I think Taylor is the one who said no. And then he just got really upset.
2: He took Alex's phone and threw it through. This
1: happened later.
2: Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Then continue. Because
1: Taylor ran him off and punched him in the face, I guess, while he was outside.
2: Taylor hit him in the face?
1: You didn't hear this?
2: I didn't know he hit him in the face.
1: Taylor punched him in the face. And he told me later that after he punched him in the face, the dude started crying. And then Taylor came back in, went to the back to cool off. Then that dude came back inside looking like he was out for blood. And I ran to the back. Um, I think looking for Taylor being like, "Yo, you need to talk to this dude. But as I was going to the back, the dude came around the counter and started knocking all this shit to the ground. Yes, yes. Three Order from Alonso. I just come in that day. Right. So all that shit ended up on the floor. And I was like, (laughs) Alex, you should probably go out the back door. He's coming around. I think they were making food. I think Taylor was in the walk in, so that's why I didn't see him for a while.
2: Yeah, he's probably yeah, just cooling off. But then yeah, he threw the phone and it went through the box of the alarm. I grabbed
1: Alex's phone on this journey. And threw the phone like a fucking throwing star. It landed perfectly in the pastry box. Didn't break. Right in front of didn't me. Didn't break. It didn't break. It didn't hit anyone. And
2: then, so he went back outside.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Came back. And then Taylor comes back out finally and sees him out there. Starting to try to trash the patio a little bit. Starts picking up chair.
3: And
1: throws, and it,
2: and throws it throws Taylor as throws, he
1: turns around.
2: Yeah. And then Taylor comes back in. And then uh, he's throwing it at the window now. Mm-hmm and uh it goes right through that window after maybe like three or four tries at this point <laughs> I most remember people remember the
1: broken pieces of the chair on the ground later
2: i remember, I remember this, oh yeah it came through the, it mm-hmm. went went through the window that was fucking nuts at this point most people have started to leave but, but not everyone not everyone i was about to say there is one faithful soldier of sales Still uh, posted up at his right at his table. next to the
1: window that got broken. Too. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, and he's just getting like,
1: like, it's closer horizontal. to the floor. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's just going horizontal.
1: Still on the phone. On the
2: phone, on like a Bluetooth headset. Like, it's not even AirPods. He's got like a literal, like, like, your guy or <laughs> whatever. And uh, he didn't leave. He never left. That whole day, he never left.
1: Uh-uh. And like, the weirdest thing about that, I think, I guess for me was when customers came back after the whole incident and asked for like their drink or their food or like continued ordering.
3: Oh yeah, In we were all process, standing like,
1: outside all waiting
2: for the police to come. And like people would show up and be like, oh, so you're not open? And be like, no, there's broken glass all over the floor. We have to wait for the police to get here and like file a report. Be like,
1: really, are you sure? Like, you can't like I can't get
2: like a burrito real quick. It'll only take like two seconds. And I'm like, yeah, no, you can't get a burrito. It's not gonna, I, uh, no.
1: Isn't that therapist? I think that's her business
2: <sighs> yes, caller. yes. And then DMing us and mm-hmm. saying, like, if you guys need any, uh, I'll give you one free session.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then after that, I'm sure this will leave you with a cliffhanger at the end of the first session, too. So you have to come back for the mm-hmm. second session and pay for it. That's how they get you.
1: That is how they get you.
2: And there's one last thing I'd like to tell you, but we're out of time. So um, not us here today, but mm-hmm. that, was, that was as if I was the therapist. That was me yeah. being the therapist. That <laughs> oh, was see, one of my I classic see. characters. Um, okay. That was probably the craziest thing that I've seen happen there as well. And now, as we all know, and I've mentioned before, we see some celebrities there. You ever seen a celebrity? I've
1: never gone to see you a celebrity. You've never seen no, a celebrity? Not, not I'm one so time. Mad about it. No, never.
2: Dude, that stinks. I know. I'm sorry.
1: It's always you. You get to see them.
2: Not really. I've missed a lot of the last ones. I saw Polly D. I saw You saw Pauly D? Yeah. When? Like early quarantine. Like me and Zach and uh Ashley saw Oh Zach. Oh Zach. Let me get Zach on the show, promote his new theater show or something. Um, okay. Well what what else do we got going on? Um who's your favorite in uh coworker and you can't you can't say me. Um but who's your favorite?
1: I miss Quinn.
2: You miss Quinn? I do.
1: Yeah. And obviously Taylor. Taylor's great. His way up there. I don't know. I feel like everyone has their season. There was a while that I really liked everyone has their Pete. season. they do.
2: That's great. And then uh do you feel comfortable revealing at least the first initial of your least favorite employee?:
1: Least favorite ever all time.: Well, you know who it is
2: is It start with the okay. He came in, and I
1: feel like he doesn't even count. Nah. Oh, he did? Yeah, that's he, him. Okay,
2: well, do you remember that thing that the other person uh scheduled like a few weeks ago that really sucked or whatever where they had that booth set up in the front? And were, oh, yeah, so he came in wearing one of their shirts. So I guess he works for them now. No way, I don't know. Yeah,
1: but he wanted a job.
2: No, he was just going in and probably probably buy like a water and but leave no
1: one liked him no
2: no i mean i you know i tried but no we all tried um okay well if there's anything you could change about what would it be
1: probably the color of the walls
2: what would you change it do we're getting it painted soon not like all the way but we're gonna put some mural art on, I'd on do a
1: nice sage green gentle
2: really eyes. another green again
1: it's dark blue right now and the one before that looked like snot I feel like so you, you want the like right a dark of, green. No, sage, a light.
2: Oh, see, I disagree with that.
1: So, okay.
2: All right. Well, I mean, I don't know. Is that all?
1: As far as changing it? Yeah. What else is bad about?
2: That's so great. I love it. Ah, we love to hear it. Then you said the name again. You said the name again,
0: but it's okay. Uh, applause going hard for a while. And you know what maybe we'll do
1: i wish the speakers still worked the ones that went around the restaurant
2: oh yeah we i should try to get that going again it's hard to because jamie's I'm got sure. all those old uh account names and we like love jamie we love him don't we we'll have him on the show um, really oh yeah sure <laughs> we'll get everybody you want <laughs> and Planned. now of course before we leave no not not every you want her okay i just want to
1: hear it yeah <laughs>
2: You should go listen to the other episodes. We've had some great guests. But uh, let me ask you this hmm. Where are you going now?
1: I'm going off to grad school.
2: Grad school to study even more welding,
1: jewelry, metalworking.
2: Metalworking. Yeah.
1: Welding is involved in that, but yes. not everything. But not
2: all of it. And uh, what part of uh, the country are you going to for this?
1: I'm going up to New York,
2: the greatest city on earth.
1: Not New York City, <laughs> upstate New York.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Five
2: hours north of the city. Hang on, I had this planned for you. Thank you. She's going off <laughs> to the greatest city in the fucking world. <laughs> they say if you can make it in New
0: York, start spreading the news.
2: Medea's even
0: today. Mm-hmm. I want to be
2: You're going to want work in the Diamond District
0: New oh, York Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. New yeah. York
2: That's right um, and If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere
1: That's exactly what they say
2: What are you going to do after that? How long are you going to be there for?
1: Two years or so
2: Two years or so Do you and like Rochester?
1: So far, no Why? It's just boring, it's suburban, I would say so yeah. Compared to Atlanta, it's not anything But we'll see We'll see how it goes.
2: Can I come a visit? Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, what kind of drive is that?
1: It's a 16 hour drive.
2: So I can come up on like a, like if I leave right after work on a Friday. Yeah. I can get there probably like. Early the next Early Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Hung out all Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'll leave. it.
1: Then you drive back.
2: I'll take a bunch of Adderall because <laughs> I'm not going to sleep.
1: But also the flights up to there are like 50 bucks. Shit! Wait, one way so one hundred bucks.
2: All right, well, one hundred dollars. I mean, I'll probably spend more than that in gas. Sixteen hours.
3: You will.
2: It's Are we talking like Spirit Airlines though? So I probably have yeah, to bring. I'll probably have to bring a I can snack. Frontier, yeah. I'll bring my own snack though.
1: It's only. A can you bring your own snack? It. Uh, they won't say anything to you as long as it's not a drink.
2: Why is that?
1: I think you can make. If I brought out a of cake, beverages.
2: if I brought a cake though, they would let me get the cake in there. I can so. have a gun in that cake. Okay, whatever you want in that cake.
1: Not if they scan it.
2: Why would they scan a cake?
1: They scan everything. They
2: scan the pretzels? hmm Are you flying? You're driving?
1: I'm driving.
2: Hmm. You made the drive yet? No. Oh, boy. Are you excited to see any part of the country you haven't seen on the way up? Are you going to stop anywhere and visit anybody?
1: We're making a lot of stops. I'm seeing Virginia. Nice. For the first time. Roanoke. Nice. And then we're going to D.C. And then Philadelphia, which I've never been to.
2: Philadelphia rocks.
1: I've never been. Philly is the best. I'm really curious about it. Philly's great. Then up to Rochester. So we're making a trip out of it.
2: Well, so let me ask you this real quick. Before we're done here, and um, again, I want to just thank you for your years of service. No problem. And I'm um, trying to work out the pension uh, for everybody to have uh, Mm -hmm. as a former employee Mm -hmm. that you can pay into that 401k later Mm -hmm. on in your life and cash it in, you know. (laughs) Um, but what we you, do you think you'll have a, a job when you get up there at, at, as a student, or do you think you'll just be full time student?
1: I think I'll probably have a job. Where do you I'm think you're going to work? Assuming I'm going to barista somewhere.
2: You're going to keep slinging some milk.
1: I'm gonna sling some milk. I'm gonna sling some hot milk.
2: Some slinging some hot milk. Probably hotter than, more often hot than it is down here because it's so cold I'm up there. It's
1: Fucking cold, yeah.
2: Oof. Well, I hope that the 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 coffee shop that you go and sling milk at up in Rochester.
1: I know it's not going to hold a candle.
2: Well, <laughs> gee, that's so sweet, but it probably will. Um, but I do hope that you find some other people up there that aren't throwing chairs through windows, but are, are more, you know, enjoyable coworkers and uh, regulars that aren't asking you to turn anything down or, mm. you know, remake something that you've been making for years. So, uh, is there anything else you'd like to say before we leave today?
1: i think i'm okay okay this was one of my favorite jobs ever That's yeah i kept coming back
2: well you can come back whenever i'll probably still be there i know i can <laughs> i'll probably still be
1: there i'll be back in two years
2: great <laughs> if we're still there you're come on I'm in i'm so
1: surprised we're still there
2: oh my god me too every day i wake up and i I'm like, can't we're still believe
1: open?
2: it and uh, maybe if it really starts to look bad i'll reveal the name and with the great success of this show our huge audience
1: mm-hmm.
2: we'll just get a go from we started we'll, we'll turn it around yeah.
1: Because we all want it.
2: Yeah, we'll get the walls painted. Uh, what'd you say? S- a sage Not
1: No, sage green.
2: Sage green. Okay. Correct. So we'll have a weed green uh, coffee shop and uh, we'll sell cigs. And um, yeah, and you can come back. And vapes. And vapes. Yeah, because it's the future.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Well, um, we might do a little more later, but I, uh, I think for, for now, right now uh, this is gonna be the end of the dirty work episode with our special guest Medea thank you so much may God bless you on your travels and uh, may may Rochester bring you bigger and beautiful brighter things it's the dirty work episode goodbye. goodbye I love you
1: cabbage is cute your
0: cats hello and welcome back to drop dead georgia we're back and it's me
2: alex again alone no pete and today uh we're here with my wife abby set and today uh the subject is where is pete because, obviously, as we all know, Pete's been on a little sabbatical that we announced earlier on in the show. And, uh, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a couple weeks. I thought it would be like, you know, yeah. he had to take like a little time offer for, for himself to get his mojo back.
4: Right, right.
2: You know, he maybe he went to the Bahamas and he met... Uh, and it met one of the one of the locals, and he yeah. and he joined a conga line. I mean, and, he, and, he, and you know he did something crazy. You know what I mean? He drank yeah, drink Mexican rum. Yeah, like, like a whole and,
4: Niles like wild Nile or island island Niles. Island
2: Niles. Niles. He's, yeah, he was island Pete. Yeah, and he became you know almost one of the locals himself. Oh. He almost thought about buying a little hut there on the beach. Hut. <laughs> yeah, they have huts. Uh, mm-hmm. I heard they have huts. Okay. And uh, you know, but that's not what's going on. I don't think. I don't know where Pete is.
4: I mean, gosh, how to, long he hasn't has, been
2: to work in weeks.
4: I mean, how long we've been
2: collecting has it been? his checks. I mean, his roommates have been asking me. We're worried about him. We're not putting out an official police report because we're not really sure if he's a uh, legal immigrant to the United States. Yeah. His time in college uh, studying abroad is unclear as to whether or not he was a citizen of the United States or a citizen of the UK or of Amsterdam or of wherever it was that That he was is true that he time. does
4: like have a weird thing with it's like cloudy. England. It's like, cloudy. It's uh, cloudy. Okay. Huh.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he loves England. He's a little bit of an Anglophile. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, exactly. where in the world is Pete Ivanecki? Is basically the theme of the show. Um Do you have uh, any any guesses Abby as to where he might be?
4: So at first I was like you know, what if he did the whole like eat, pray, love thing? Like, that's what he that wants was, that to was, do. Right? I could see him doing that for yeah, sure. Yeah, like going 100%. You know, taking all of his money. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, but to go to three different countries and mm-hmm. live at each one for like weeks.
2: United States. Yeah, Mexico, so let's say eat, pray, love. And Canada.
4: Wait, so what was the eat one?
2: Okay. Oh, so it's it's, eat, it's North pray, America. Love. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's, <laughs> he's driving his Volkswagen <laughs> right, right. Jetta. Yes. Yes. Okay. To either Mexico or Canada, and then in the between, he's doing America. He's seeing America. Okay. He's come to look for America, as Paul Simon would say. Oh. Um. But no. Okay. If if there's an eat, pray, love for the North American yeah uh, conglomerate that we have here. What would you say it is? If if you were going to decide your Eat, Pray, Love trip for North America, what would you do for each one? Where would you eat? Mexico. Where would you pray?
4: I mean, the U.S., I guess. You sure? I mean...
2: You wouldn't love in the U.S. where your husband is. Oh
4: well, I thought this is an alternate thing. Thing where like okay. I'm, I'm a single woman. Mine's the
2: same, but what do, you, what, do you, what do you think my... Pete's is? Because I have a guess for his order, and I think it's a little different. I don't know. I think eat. I think he would eat in Canada.
4: See, I, I thought about that. I think I'd... he
2: would love in Mexico, and he would pray in the United States. <laughs> He'd find some church somewhere. <laughs> right. Maybe not. I don't know, Pete.
4: Well, one thing, I mean... What,
2: what else do you have? You have some notes prepared.
4: Yeah, I mean, what if he was, like, sequestered on, like, a jury trial?
2: Oh, a murder.
4: Yeah, like, I don't... <sighs>
2: That's always a that's always something that could happen to a friend of yours and you never know that.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think
2: I think a lot of people need to be more aware of that in society. Is that yeah. like, you know, when a friend's not texting you back or they maybe maybe you're getting you're getting red receipts mm-hmm. but you're getting no response, mm-hmm. no reply. Maybe that friend is being sequestered for yeah, a Yeah, I mean stay woke for to For murder mean. trial. <laughs> This cabbage on the counter. Yeah. Get her off. Uh, okay. Get her off. Get her off. Get get her ass off the goddamn counter. Cabbage, cabbage, you bitch. You stupid bitch. Oh my god. She's off. She's off, ladies and gentlemen. We got her. Uh. Anyway. Hello. Hi, cabbage. She knew she
4: was wrong too. Like Dude, she got she's off so the pissed. counter so fast, and I walked over
2: there. What do you think's up there for you? Nothing. There's nothing up there for you. she's just gonna try to go for the couch anyway. <laughs> um, uh, so Pete, uh, maybe where, where? What was it again? Sequestered for a jury. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: What do you think the uh, the trial that they would let Pete be a jury member for is though? I don't think it's a murder. I think Pete would <laughs> probably make itself t- too obvious that he is not serious enough to be on.
4: Yo, what if it's like organized crime or something? Uh-huh. Or what happened with that in Atlanta, you know, with the um, rapper? Um, Who? Uh, hold on.
2: Okay, we're doing a little break here. <laughs> uh, duh, 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 Anyway, Pete's gone, and it's been me. It's been me, Alex, uh, doing the show, and uh, this episode I think we're gonna include with the Medea interview. But it's um, gonna be a little bit produced by Pete, so he is gonna be doing this show a little bit. He's gonna hear all of this, and so it's all love. You know, it's all love for you, my my brother. Um, you know, um, what else is going on? Cabbage is now l- looking at Abby's boots. Did you figure out what it was?
4: Yes, it's Young Thug.
2: Young Thug. What happened with Young Thug?
4: Um, He's an indictment of more than 80 pages for allegedly participating in street gang activities and violating RICO law.
2: RICO predicates. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
4: So Pete is sequestered.
2: Probably for that. On that one. Probably for that Young Thug yeah. trial, dude. Well, I mean, he is one of his peers, yeah, yeah, I would say sure. young Doug and Pete Pierce they're probably the same age. they're both young thugs, um, anyway, <laughs> where else could Pete be in the world? What else did you have?
4: Let's see in the world, I mean, what if, like, in a super twist, uh-huh. it's like he decided, like you know, I want to go find myself. I'm going to, to for like a big game hunting trip in like Africa
2: to prove. Like th- he
4: went on safari.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like that one. I'm I'm always imagining almost like a Lost in Translation style thing.
4: Oh, where oh Pete gosh. goes
2: to I don't know, live somewhere else in
4: Tokyo, Tokyo, <laughs>
2: like- or like Korea. Uh-huh. And like he's he's just uh, you know he's a man a man looking for love in all the wrong places and and by the wrong places I mean the far east. Mm-hmm.
4: Bill is, Murray found it.
2: Yeah, but Pete's no Bill Murray. I mean, no offense, Pete, but you gotta you gotta put some years on yourself before you can get to that like pock faced, you know, kind of uh, beloved countercultural icon like Bill Murray. You have to drink a lot more. You have to pick women up all the time and put them over your shoulder at the Masters.
4: So, so Pete, um, I, I don't so want probably, you to become edit, more like Bill Murray. Probably edit that
2: last thing out that I said.
4: Just don't, uh, don't, I mean.
2: Maybe not, I don't know. Yeah, that has doesn't acne sound scars like. scars all over his face.
4: Oh, Bill Murray?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean by like, pock-faced. Is that a racist thing to say? It sounds racist.
4: Against you. Pockmark. Against who?
2: I don't know, but doesn't it sound like it? Maybe. Yeah.
4: Like an Eastern European slur. <laughs> yeah,
2: <Pac>. <laughs> <laughs> the the pak. <laughs> Not Pakistani, but like like but more like P O C H. Yeah, with like, some kind Pac. of dots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what else is going on? Pete's gone. Well. And, uh, now it's my show and I have my wife on (laughs) and I'm hanging out with the cat and you guys, if you're still listening to the show, I mean, God bless you. I don't really know what the show is and Pete's really looking forward to coming back from what I understand in our text message conversations. Um, but you know, until that, until we get to that point, um, if you're been, if you've been a loyal listener, that's great. You know, um. It's it's not hard to be one. We're not really charging anybody any money for it. Um, And I can't really imagine how he ever would entice anybody to pay money for this. Um, Unless we get another Andy Dick. We probably should have charged for that episode at least.
4: Ooh, what if he...
2: He's been kidnapped by Andy Dick.
4: (gasps) Damn, I was...
2: Dude, he might have been kidnapped by Andy Dick.
4: Why would Andy Dick kidnap Pete?
2: Because he knows... He's the only person that he knows I care about and would maybe come and finally give him the other $280 for. So he
4: would, so he just was like, he's married, he and his wife get yeah, along. Yeah,
2: fine, but like he doesn't he know your name. He cares
4: about, P- that'll get him good though.
2: But he doesn't know your name.
4: It's easy enough to figure out one mm. of his.
2: Ugh probably but you know maybe he maybe Andy <laughs> dick has a little respect
4: if you look at his like Wikipedia page
2: it screams respect
4: yeah it says this is a respectable it's, it's a more, man
2: more like Andy respect yeah yeah that sounds like dick that's what I meant <laughs>
4: Oh man. Also, I mean, to be fair, the thought of anyone like named like Andy Dick, like it's just such a silly name. Andrew Like Richard. they're not gonna Andrew be Richards. like normal. Hmm?
2: Andrew Richard. Richard.
4: <laughs> well, it's kinda like there was a teacher I had yeah. in high school.
3: Who, Dick Manley.
4: Yeah. So he was the worst, right? But like he um he well, first of all, every year he would save up all his vacation days. And like, like actually go on a big game hunting trip. (laughs) Like he, he would do like, he was a horrible person, like a horrible person. You know what's funny
2: about that? I've been been thinking about that because you told me this before, right? Yeah. And it's like, he had to have gone on that trip with other tourists that wouldn't go from any corner of the world. Yeah, it wouldn't just be other. It wouldn't be like another teacher from the school. No, it wouldn't be like a friend of his. Probably.
4: Mm-mm. I don't know if he really had friends.
2: But exactly. Him. So like my, my 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 point is that like he would probably go with like four strangers or so. Yeah. On this like big game hunting trip, and they'd yeah. be like, "So what do you teach at you? a drama school?"
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: and they'd be and they'd be like all from Texas or like from right. or maybe like some big bloke from Australia or and something, like
4: an Icelandic man.
2: Yeah, and they'd just be like oh <laughs> this man teaches this drama too you know like you know yeah
4: yeah. I mean people in the city like if so, if like you say like oh I went to you know my fine arts magnet school that I went to um, they would, yes don't say it they would be <laughs> good yeah I mean you know gotta keep it tight but like he said um, anytime you would you know say like oh yeah I go to Davidson's like a different person they would say like, oh
2: it's okay we'll bleep it out just bleep it out, bleep I'm, the it out. Worst.
4: I'm so awful okay but anytime you tell someone oh yeah go i go there um they would go oh you mean that gay school <laughs> or oh you mean that smart school like so that but mostly it was gay. well
2: that's ubiquitous with some of those people you know what i mean well like,
4: yeah i mean also for a while our mascot was
2: what I mean, was what was it Flaming rainbows. So you're just asking for it.
4: Yeah. I was just like, who? Who?
2: It's a trap. It's a honeypot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a honeypot for, for homophobes. Yeah. And then, like, you know, they would try to firebomb school, but then Chris Hansen would like stop them and be like, "I hey, have a seat right over here. Right.
4: <laughs> and, you know eventually I mean when I was in but like when I was like in 6th grade so like my first year there they were like voting on a different mascot. And now you know there's something different, but
2: What is it now? Do you know? Titans. Okay. Yeah. S- slightly less gay.
4: I mean, what's wrong with Titans?
2: Tight and
4: <sighs> I don't think anyone is thinking of it that way.
2: When I remember watching, remember the Titans. <sighs> when I remember the Titans, what I remember that's is that's a
4: good sh- movie.
2: Is I, it? Did you not have to watch that a million times? Oh
4: no, of course. But it was just like
2: it's not that good. I mean,
4: there's some good performances. Avon's in that one; he's good.
2: Yeah, I guess I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to like steal anybody's bit or anything so we'll probably just edit this out How is this? you know what i'll tell you i'll just tell you later but um talk about remember the titans later did you ever watch um real quick in school did you ever have to watch the uh, the cartoon
4: my friend martin
2: yes when he goes back in time yeah 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 yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah or no it's not he doesn't go back in time martin comes forward in yeah
4: time. Well, no, he goes back in time. He too. goes back
2: in time too, but then Martin comes forward. Oh, it's no. something wild. Because you see, like it's like a Christmas yeah. story version of like, what if it was like you know, there was no Martin Luther King?
4: Right, right. <laughs> oh God.
2: Welcome to a world <laughs> where Martin Luther King never existed.
4: You're doing John Ham.
2: Well, I'm doing the twilight zone, but it, it's, oh. it's going to sound like him. Yeah. Imagine a world <laughs> where Martin Luther King never existed. A world where black kids couldn't be friends with white kids until they found a portal where Martin Luther King could come into the 90s <laughs> and help people skateboard together.
4: Double mint gum.
2: Double mint gum. <laughs> That's what he's advertising? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, again, was, like, in, like, the late 90s where, like, all of the, uh, even after-school specials with a message like that did probably come along with a packaged uh, uh, advertisement, like, double make gum. Yeah. Like, hey, before you go back to the 60s, Martin, why don't you take a couple of packs of bubble tape? <laughs> bubble tape? Gum got wild in the it's '90s. It's true.
4: Well, you know what? Not for nothing. Early, everyone, early
2: 2000s really is when gum got wild.
4: Was being creative with with snacks back then,
2: or like at least like gum, candy, sweets like that. Like
4: there were a lot innovation, of innovations.
2: Innovations were happening though.
4: Like what the hell is the like baby bottle pop? Like what the, the fuck is okay, that? Okay, okay. Like,
2: if you're gonna def- if you're gonna come after baby bottle pop, okay, I'll tell you this. At least that was like you could get like there was a lollipop element to it. The thing that I never understood in my life that seemed like it almost seems like candy cigarettes to me as far oh, as Fun Dip? Yes.
4: Yeah. Fun I dip, like Fun Dip though. I
2: know right but like is that not how is that different than like just dipping tobacco where you're just like you have this like stick <laughs> <laughs> like it's not even like a <laughs> it's just like a stick that you, I guess, eat or suck yeah. on at the end, but it's you know the point of it is to get wet with your saliva and then get into the sugar. No, like I mean the, I the, can the, the see the how open, it seemed open, like a hard sell. The open <laughs> pouch, like yeah. that, and you're just like kind of like sneaking on the bus. And yeah, stuff. it's true. And like you know, at least baby bottle pop. It looked like you know its own container yeah, but and stuff. You have a bunch. You know of, what? Also, you know what No, was, no, no. But like, why on. do
4: you? Why do you want to? I do not want to suck on a bottle. Why make it a know. different
2: It is weird uh <laughs> uh commercially, like as far as like what they're selling there. But you're right. You know what else was bullshit? Hmm. The Wonderball.
4: Yeah, that was a disappointment.
2: The Wonder Ball sucked.
4: Yeah, it tasted like like Flintstone's like vitamins in there.
2: Well yeah, and the chocolate was terrible too. Mm-hmm. The chocolate of the outside of the ball or whatever.
4: They were trying to do, like, a an Americanized, like, Kinder Egg or whatever.
2: What's the... Oh, yeah, right. Yeah.
4: That are illegal here for some reason.
2: They're illegal?
4: Well, like, yeah, like, the real ones, like... Why? I don't know. I think... Is it, that real? Yeah, I thought so. Like, that. that's the thing about, like, going through, like, customs. Like, sometimes they'll, like...
2: Cabbage has my phone, but otherwise I'd look this up.
4: I mean, I thought so.
2: Oh, uh, well, you know, folks at home, if you want to really find out...
4: I'll look it up.
2: Abby's gonna look it up. <laughs> so um, stay tuned. So stay tuned for a second. But what other candy was bullshit? What's your favorite candy? Me? Yeah.
4: Um. You know what? I, I you actually have a gun
2: to your head right now. Reeses. Reeses. Yeah. Reeses.
4: In fact, I think Reese's Pieces might be my favorite. Reese's
2: Pieces are good. They're underrated.
4: I. I mean, I would. I tell I could you, I like. I, like, I like our, eating Reese's. I pieces, love Reese's,
2: but you know what I like better than like the full size Reese's cups. Are the the mini ones in the big bag?
4: Oh no, that's my—that's what I mean. Like that's better.
2: That's the best size. Yeah, that's
4: the cup. That's the key cup.
2: The big cup, the the regular size cup, the original cup. You know, I get. Wait. Say again. The original size Reese's cup. No good. Th-
4: no, that's fine. But I like the. Damn. The After mini this, better. I'm gonna
2: get off and go get some Reese's.
4: Ooh, some Reese's pieces.
2: No, I get some Reese's pieces and some Reese's as long as we get some like regular food too but you know folks we're high
4: here's this is really just like a slice of married life um
2: early on too yeah it's the golden years of the marriage yeah. is where it's like we you don't really have much of responsibility different than before we were married yeah things are largely cat, we unchanged now.
4: well no but we had cabbage before
2: maybe a little we did by that point, we were very deeply engaged. We were in the terminal stages of our engagement.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. I hated planning things at the end there.
2: And But, folks, we did it. And, um, and if you're listening to this show and you went to the wedding <laughs> and you got us something, we may or may not write you a thank you note. Um, we're still trying to come to terms with how we're going to deal with that in our head because we might not do it. Um, but anyway... We'll do it for the older people, and those people probably aren't listening to the show. To my parents, or to Abby's parents, kinder eggs are illegal.
4: <laughs> <Did> <laughs> you wanted to just say...
2: This product is banned for sale in the United States because the toy surprise hidden inside can pose choking and aspiration hazards to children younger than three years of age. The kinder eggs are hollow milk chocolate eggs about the size of a large hen's egg. About the size of a large hen's egg. (laughs) As we all know what that looks like. Yeah,
4: (laughs) Yeah. what kind of pastoral...
2: (laughs) I love the idea of um, a hen that lays chocolate eggs.
4: Yeah, it's sweet. Ha, literally.
2: The Kinder Surprise. It's the the Kinder Surprise. It's British. Oh, Kinder...
4: Yeah, or oh.
2: Kinder is like uh, well, let's see, it's Italian. Oh, yeah, it's Italian. Look in the surprise huh? by Michele M- M- uh. Mikel- Ferrero and William Salici S- oh. Yeah, no, it's it's Italy in in 1974. Mm-hmm. Probably dirty ass Italy. The Wonder Ball is also the, in the sea. Also. Uh, category. Let's look at the Wonder Ball. I mean, maybe we'll wrap this up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: The Wonder Ball history. first introduced in the mid-90s was slogan was uh, What's Inside the Wonder Ball? Originally called Nestle Magic Ball. The product contained small figurines of Disney characters similar to the Kinder Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> the product was withdrawn in 1997. Wait a minute. In April two thousand, the Wonder Ball was re-released and had candy in place of the toys. Oh, they weren't—they weren't candy in the Kinder Ball.
4: Oh, maybe not.
2: That's what they're saying. Mm. They were just toys, and then people would eat them. Uh. Kids would eat them and then die. Oh, uh. well, that's just dark.
4: Yeah.
2: Welcome to the true crime podcast that I'm hosting about the Kinder Ball. <laughs>
4: You know okay, I have one I more actually th-
2: would love to start a true crime podcast where I go into the uh the small court, not probably small court, but like the big settlements that like uh whatever that big Italian company that I was just looking at had to make for the kinderball killing children all across Europe.
4: <laughs> oh my God
2: it happened The Wonderball had one hundred and thirty calories per ball
4: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it.
2: Ooh, the Wonka Bar. Okay. The Wonka Bar is real though, and they're really good.
4: I know, that's like your favorite.
2: Well, it's really good. The consumer product Wonka Bar was a chocolate jug- they don't make it anymore.
4: Yo, good fast break though.
2: Hang on. The is thing about a fast still making break they still making
4: this? is that it's like it's like girthy, you know?
2: A fast break? Yeah. They were discontinued in twenty twelve. Fuck
4: Oh, you mean the Wonka bars? Yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks.
2: Condolences. It was just graham crackers and chocolate. Really good stuff.
4: What do we think Pete's favorite candy is?
2: And those of you at home, if you want to write into the show and tell me <laughs> what you think Pete's favorite candy is, write me at. Um,
4: just, just do your Twitter.
2: Uh, write me at ArtieBuco69 <laughs> at Twitter. I was about to give you an address, and I was trying to decide between oh. work and home. Oh. and then I realized neither were a good idea at all. <laughs> so, uh, write me if you think you have an idea for what Pete's favorite candy is. Funniest answer, I will name the ne- I will name the episode of the show after this. Ooh. Um, so tell me what you think Pete's favorite candy is um, as soon as possible. How would you know how to respond to me? Um no, I'll name the next episode. Not this episode, but I'll name oh. the next episode. What what you say? Cuz this episode will obviously have to come out before you can write me. Uh-huh. With what you think it is. Right? That makes sense, right? You know, chronologically you, they would have to hear this first.
4: Y- yeah, I don't know, you kind of lost me.
2: I'm saying they would have to hear this episode first before they could tell me what they think Pete's favorite candy is. Well, and then the next episode after that. what are you talking about? I don't know. I was trying to make a sweepstakes Man, going. Yeah, we should get this off. Um, um but I'm no. gonna go buy some candy.
4: Wait, no, though. I have one more crazy theory
2: about what's feet, uh, uh, Pete's yeah. favorite candy.
4: No, 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 no. Um, where he is? Where is he? So, like,
2: Willy Wonka's factory.
4: What if he was a contestant on Project Runway? Could be. And he knew that you'd laugh at him, so he never told
2: you. So he's just been saying, like, I have to, I have something I have to take care of.
4: Yeah, no, yeah, he hasn't been been flying
2: up and down from New York, but still working like at least four days a week at the coffee shop. Yeah. If he's doing that, then matters. Well, no,
4: but he hasn't been to work in weeks. I mean, like.
2: That's true. He's been MIA. I haven't seen Pete in months.
4: Yeah. I mean, like.
2: I haven't seen him in years. <laughs> I haven't seen Pete since his birthday last year when we started the show. We recorded every episode <laughs> that day. It took 30 hours. <laughs> oh. It is technically our birthday today. Oh. The show. Really? Yes. That's nice. It's our Twitter anniversary, and mine, too. I didn't realize we started our Twitters on the same day. Not realizing it, but um, my Twitter anniversary is today, July 27th. And the show's anniversary is July 27th. Mm. And, um, you know, let's just play it. And I think we're going to go out on one thing real quick. Um, Pete, wherever you are, we were listening to this guy earlier, and uh, I think he's got a message for you.
3: Like the girls of yesterday. when I, I don't mean yesterday. I mean yesteryear. Like back in the day, in the day, girls went out with you, and they were good girlfriends. They became fiancés and wives. But the girls of today, they're just like us, bro. They're just like us. Maybe he has, they
2: maybe, go- maybe he has something else. Hang on, hang on
3: to be held down beautiful summer days at the marina hanging out with your friends hanging out with a hot chick smoking a cigar it's all good listen girls girls will be there when when it's time for you to get a girlfriend but you
2: need Maybe we'll try one more time hang on
3: gold school rap music and also also. I love eighties rock. Yeah. Love eighties rock.
1: There's nothing yeah. better. Especially during the
3: summertime. And then light up a cigar. Hey, guess what? I got my own cigar. The Asylum thirteen, big time.
2: That's some good shit. Good good advice from Big Time Tommy. And um, you know, on that note, it's the summertime. It's time for some eighties rock. It's uh, it's time for us to go go out there and find Pete wherever he is. But in the meantime,
4: I'm telling you, he is in New York City getting he, critiqued on his he is not his New York red City. carpet gown.
2: He's no chance in New York City. Uh, he could,
4: he's not handling the pressure well. He's one of the contestants who has to take like smoke breaks every thirty minutes. <laughs> like <laughs> he's
2: smoking inside. They keep telling him to leave. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna go look for Pete. <laughs> Uh, this has been another episode of Alex Does the Podcast Alone. Oh. Uh, well, as the host. I'm kidding. Thank you to the guests, Medea and Abby. My wife, Abby. <laughs> and my friend, Medea. Now my friend, not my colleague any longer. Um, but anyway, while we go look for Pete, enjoy. <laughs> This is one of Pete's sugar songs. I just did a little sound effect for you there, Pete. Enjoy it. Goodbye.